Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101, the world's number one source for everything cannabis. My name's Blue, alongside him is Joe Grande and the Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and we are the number one source for everything cannabis. Joe? Yes, we are, Mr. Christopher Wright. It's good to sit next to you again. It's good to be I mean, back. Hopefully, Mark and Craig will join us shortly. But thank you guys for listening to the podcast all around the world. We just uh, heard 140 different countries. Yes. Thank you very much for uh, as we expand and grow with everybody. If you ever want to give us a call, and I don't care what country you're in, please feel free to. It's a 1-800 number. It's 800-420-1980. And make sure you check out our website, Cannabis Talk 101, as we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. And on social media, at Cannabis Talk 101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at one Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. And uh, Blue, before we get the show started, I actually had a note here to bring up that. Uh-oh. Uh, it, it is actually a real oh oh actually it's a real sad one and I just want to give a shout out to and a moral of the story uh, to this shout out <clears throat> we had one of our, our crew members oh. get uh, yeah exactly um, at MJ BizCon we were leaving and one of our crew members who shuttles some of the stuff from venue to venue they had a, a, a car their truck break down they got out of the truck well the truck actually got uh, wind blew it over and. And it, it t- completely turned yeah. on its side, blew everything out. So one of our members, Matthew Tamkin, 24 years old Ugh. from Pasadena, gets hit by a drunk driver and passed away. And, mm. you know, it, right it's, now. yeah. And I, I just wanted to say to Matthew Tamkin's family, you know, we love you. And if there's Thank anything you. we could do for you guys, I, I know it, it's, it's, it's so hard for you guys, but... He was a part of the team, part of the family, and Pitt, that was the guy that we helped lift up the thing with. I know you remember who he was, and, and he's been very, very uh, helpful at so many events. But the moral of the story, you guys, is please don't go drinking and driving. Yes. I mean, you know, it's just, it's real. You know, it's not like, oh, is it the fucking fifth drink that gets you drunk? No, folks, it's so cliche, but it's the first. Don't uh-huh. drink and drive, folks, period. It's not the first one that matters. I only drink two. 
I don't know exactly what that answer is for folks, but I do know this answer, and it's real. I know if you don't drink one and drive, you won't drink and drive and kill anyone. That's what I know to be fact. You know, I don't know if it's three drinks that get you drunk or four drinks. I know this for a fact. If you don't drink and drive, we won't have accidents like this happen in life, and we won't lose team members like we just lost. So you know, that's my PSA for the day. And I want, I want to share with you like just how, how silly this was because – you know, it was that it was the night was just starting to become, and the guy hadn't turned on his lights yet. And he's driving. They say he was going about 150 miles an hour, and the, the police were there on the scene. I mean, there was literally a truck turned over in the street there, and this guy's, you know, he dodges over and then comes slides into the to the emergency lane and hits this young man, and he just kept driving. Right. And as he kept driving, he was going so fast. The police just radioed it in because they're like they couldn't even get to their cars. And this guy parks, you know, a mile and a half down the road and starts walking back to the scene. And he gets finally gets back to the scene as the cops have already deployed ambulance and everything else to save this gentleman. And he walks up and he goes, did I hit something? I mean, are you kidding me? Right I'm, now? I'm, I didn't hear this part of the story. I'm so dead serious. Dude, that. And I thought it was important to say that, like, you know. This is how intoxicated this man was and, and how, you know, uh, ignorant he was to, to do something like this. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, it's like, you know, I, I look at it in two ways when something like this happens. One, someone became a killer, you know, and, and will serve time in prison. And another person, you know, has lost his life and then other people have lost their loved ones. And it's so it, it's such a huge collateral damage that you know it, it is so important that the message gets out there, and you know don't get intoxicated and get behind a wheel. It, you know it's it's you're operating a vehicle and it, it you know God knows it wasn't intentional probably right. No, I'm not going to think for a half second it was intentional. No one right. has the intention, and, and I know a lot of us and and I'm no saint by no means. I drank and drive more times than I could tell you. Yeah. And knock on wood that I never got into an accident or killed anybody but but Boy, this day and age you, folks there's just so many outlets, Uber, all this, you know, lifts. Yeah. It's just so easy to get around and get your car back again. Well, as you say that though, you're also 23 years sober and and I like to 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 remind people that when they when they hear us and this we we talk about the things that we've done and you know um you know but but reminding them that you know you're also 23 years sober and you know it, it it's it's like one night of fun you know could could ruin your life forever Be the last night of fun yeah it could ruin your life forever change your life and and change others and impact others and with that <clears> being said i also want to say tomorrow's veterans day you know and um for all the veterans out there thank you we we appreciate Hands you guys down, you guys yeah you guys give us security in our homes to this day um, you know, it's a it's a thankless job. You know, you guys are the best, and and thank you for your service out there, guys. And also, a lot of you guys are going through you know issues. Um, veterans, you know, have have uh, PTSD, and and a lot of them that we work with, like the Weed for Warriors, and there's so many different uh, outfits out there that that are out. My, our buddy Doc Ray. There's there's amazing people that are that are helping this industry grow and helping the veteran community out there. And so thank you all for your support, guys. I, I do appreciate it. Yeah, that. and as we do a lot of things. And I, I want to get into a quick one right now as we change gears a little bit. Once again, though, shout out to Matthew Tampkin, 24 years old from Pasadena. We lost you way too young. We love you and send the best to your family. May you rest in peace. Yes, that being said, let's get back to the show and let you know of a story, Blue, that's definitely going green, making waves and cannabis news all in the same. And it's all about Iron Mike, folks. That's right. Mike Tyson takes another hit 
at the cannabis industry, but now he's joining Columbia Care. Mike Tyson's love for cannabis is no secret. He's always been loud and proud about it ever since he's gotten into the game and it's changed his life. And he's said if it wasn't for cannabis, you know, he wouldn't be alive. Sure. But now the heavyweight champion will have an opportunity to channel his passion into dollar signs with the debut of Tyson 2.0. That exactly makes you cough like you just took a hit of it. In partnership with Columbia Care, Inc., one of the nation's largest cannabis distributors. So he's taken his cannabis to a bigger farm, bigger everything. Tyson wore the hat of the company's chief brand officer. Well, the company will be led by co-founder and Chad, uh, chairman Chan Bronstein and CEO Adam Wilkes. Chad Bronstein. Why does that name sound familiar? It's Is Chad. It, do we know that guy? You know Chad. Do I know Chad? Yeah. Karen and Chad and... Okay, well, maybe it's Chan and I said Chad. Either way, Bronstein sounds familiar. Wait, we're in L.A. All these lawyers out here, Bronstein, maybe that's why it sounds familiar. Either way, but that's who he's hooking up with. And one of the quotes from from the new CEO, he says, I got to know Mike as an entrepreneur and investor, and it was clear to me that his relationship with cannabis was a crucial component in his own life. We saw the opportunity to create Tyson 2.0 and develop brands and products nationally says Bronstein in a press release. So, you know, we've heard a lot about Tyson's Farm and, and California, of course, being the mecca of cannabis. We hear so much. And if you're Why listening around the, the world, because we have the Emerald <laughs> Triangle, because cannabis, you would think, here's that's what's funny that you say that, though, Blue, because guess what? In my head, if you were to say mecca of cannabis, roll the dice real quick, I'll say, Jamaica. Why Jamaica, not? Man. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, why not Jamaica be the mecca well, of cannabis? Well, well, so, I mean, distribution, you know, from Jamaica to the United States is very but, difficult. But my point is, yeah, yeah. but, you know, I'm just Me- saying. Mexico, but, what, when it comes to me, it's Mexico, right? And, and so, I like to think and, of Mexico and, as it, but and, still California. But, 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 you know, when I say that, when you say that, if you told me in the, the 80s, 90s, you know, I would say it was, it was Mexico um, because, you know, they were producing cannabis. And that's why I always tell people, like, don't forget where it comes from. You know, a, a lot of... Um, People tend to think that, you know, uh, it, it comes from here, it comes from there. And I will always say to people, it's called marijuana before anything, you know, and one of the first names out there for cannabis was marijuana. <laughs> and that was because, you know, our, our ancestors in Mexico and throughout the, the southern states or countries, I'm sorry, um, would definitely produce more cannabis and bring it into the states, you know. And that 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 is often forgot because of how... Um, you know, the story's told. I'm curious on your thought process because growing up myself, I didn't feel like Mexico was the Mecca where did you feel that way growing up because of your family's uh, history? Don't, don't say I'm it, just Joe. Saying, dog, I'm just saying, <laughs> because your fucking family sold so much weed that you got it from Mexico. No, and I'm being well, serious well, so as I say okay. that because so, in my head, you ready for this? Because in my head, I looked at Mexican weed as the big, bulky weed, right? And I looked at when I got the killer weed, right. and I grew up in the Bay Area. So in the Bay Area, we would definitely know when we got that killer humble, like it was just so close to us, or this is from San Francisco, right? And when you get weed from somebody growing from San Jose, don't get me wrong, we had some good weed from San Jose as well with a lot of local growers and this and that. But my point is, I only imagine, because I just want to go on your thought process, sure. that's how you thought that, you know, growing up for you, you said you thought it was Mexico, I and I do. never yeah. think it was Mexico, and I don't feel that way. Well, how is it that you thought that way? Well, well let, let's go back to history, right? And let's start talking about things that are very um, 
prevalent, like, you know, Rick Ross, right? And all the, the pounds of marijuana. They've was he getting in. from the cartel of Mexico? Of course. Okay. Of course. And, 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 so, and so was the gentleman that, that was, uh, we just seen at the, the event the other night that just got out for 30 years in prison. Um, you know, our dear friend of the show, I can't believe, I can't remember his name, but. Anyone, well, anyone, who, anyone? What? Tink? Tim? Oh, everyone's we're about to find a break for anyways, whatever. Yeah, but, I know what but, you're talking but, about. So these men were, were not, you know, producing, you know, cannabis in California and moving it across the states. No, they were picking it up in, in, in the southern countries like Cuba, uh, you know, uh, Mexico and, and throughout the. And do you think that was like hundreds of thousands oh, of pounds coming up millions on, of pounds bro. because yeah you, you gotta you, you gotta you gotta realize too though which i know you do well, we're talking about the tri kilos. i mean you gotta yeah, realize yeah, a lot of came from the from the forest it's, it's over minute. here too it's though. minute it's minute so, small amount come from there absolutely. bigger amounts come shipped in well think about it think about it right think about northern california and then think about mexico and all the fields right and, and that's packing, and that's why i'm saying to you because i i actually think of what you're saying and i go and look at myself going, damn, I think you're right, well, right? So it's I'm making me change right. my mind, but, but I didn't think that way. Well, because, again, the story... So I hear what the, you're the saying and agree, being, actually. The story's being washed under the rug, right? Because, the, you know, there, there, there was, you know, and, and this is my opinion, is that the government and people were involved in these transactions. So now they're like, oh, yeah, the focus is in Southern Cal I mean, Northern California. That's where the big girls were at, right? No, it wasn't. The, that was the kind bud, right? That was the, the minute amount the of The good weed that was just coming in from masses, Cali but getting but moved around a little bit, the but the biggest, masses were coming from the boats. And the boats, right? right? They're coming from the planes, and they were dropping out kilos of cocaine and cannabis out the, out the thing. So, so we're talking about, like, you know, it's not even, it's not even equal valued at all. I mean, Let me ask the, you this. You know, this, is, this is a good question for you that we've never asked. Did you bring in alleged, well, it's a long time ago, did you see and know of more weed coming in yeah. to California <laughs> from Canada Man. or California? Because I know oh, you got your oh. Canada connected. Look oh, at yeah, that. Look yeah, at yeah. this motherfucker. <laughs> Look at him. He said, you okay. guys should have seen this okay. fool's face, you guys. Because he didn't hear. He didn't let me finish the question. Yeah. And because I, I know your Canada connection, yeah. and we know Canada's huge too. So as you said growing up, though, you felt like Mexico was the spot that the weed came in. And I'm surprised, to be honest with you, yeah, that yeah. you didn't say Canada only because of the war well, can, stories Canada, I've heard that come out of your mouth. So, so quite frankly, in my opinion, Canada had way more than Northern California popping too. Oh, I think more. <laughs> I think both of those make sense to me of what you're saying, yeah. and it changes my perspective. Sure. That's why I'm going there because maybe a lot of people look at it in, in this perspective well, as well, going, "What do you mean the Emerald Triangle has?" And that's how I thought. Yeah. Well, shout but out then to, as you think about it, and as you say that, you're right. The bigger yeah. shipments come in from out of the state country. Well, well, shout out to my boy Black Hockey and shit out of out of Canada. You know, did some serious time for. For this 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 uh, uh, plant that we all learn learn to know and love now, and it's legalized, you know. And I would say that you know when we start to to look at what's really happening, you know, in the industry, right? So Canada had a, a huge hand in what was coming across the borders, right? And so did Mexico. And in fact, in fact, most of the 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 California is the landing spot. The reason California is the landing spot is because there was a triangle, right? And and I actually been indicted for this and, and I was never charged and, and thank God I wasn't but I've got a letter from the feds and saying that hey you were involved in a indictment that what that had you know a um a conspiracy ring from from Mexico to California into Canada back into Mexico right but think, thankfully, they were focused on the cocaine and all the other drugs that were involved and versus the cannabis that was involved in that. And I'm sure that they saw that my, my position in it or whatever investigations at whatever time, it worked out well for me, you know. But you have to know that, that you know, traditionally, the, the way that, that I've seen it as a young man and I understand the, 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 the world of, of, of this cannabis industry is that it came in from Mexico. 
It came in from uh, uh, Canada. And then the money was made here in California because it was shipped to all the other states. And then the money was moved into Canada and then from Canada back into Mexico. Oh, that makes sense. Now, that being said, though, answer this question, which you haven't answered yet. Allegedly. Allegedly. Where have you seen, personally, the most more come from? Mexico. You know, it, oh, it, really? It, see, it, I it, thought it, you were going to say not, Canada. No, I would so see funny. more quality come from Canada. But you've seen more bulk of cannabis come oh, from Oh, my God, dude. I mean, you see this room we're in? You know, this you've is, seen rooms this, this is, full, this, this plus? This uh, just boxed out, right? I mean, you're talking about packs. I mean, you know, in fact, my boy Grant that just got out of prison, you know, uh, very very recently, you know, um, I think he got caught with, you know, uh, 580 kilos of, of, of cannabis, you know, um, just pulling into Long Beach here, right? So you, you think about the masses of, of, of production of cannabis and you really start thinking about like how much brick weed was out there when you start thinking about that. Those bricks were crazy. I mean, they were pounds, right? They, yeah. they were floating I, around everywhere, right? We used to get you those know. in San Jose all the yeah. time. And, and now if you ask me, you know, there was a point where I know this. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So, buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So, how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. Oracle.com slash strategic. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. So listen, I, I you know, I, I would say this, dude, is that, you know, through through the process of, of what's happening, you know, from, from the states and, and seeing what's going on, everybody's going to want to forget about, you know, the, the big movements that were happening in cannabis. And right now, like I would tell you right now, if you ask me, there's more activity in Northern California and Southern California than there's ever been. That's helped. That's actually ruined the cartels business. Like, you're Oh talking- yeah. They're pissed. Well, not only that, Mexico has been told for the cartels to get their shit together because it's coming legal over there. So right. they had to change their whole game and they're making so much money well, well, shipping that out. Well, now we're seeing people take cannabis from Canada, California into Mexico. And they're asking for it, too. And they're asking for it, Mexico's right? literally asking and, folks, and, hey, and what so brands want to come is, here? This has never happened in history, right? It's always been the other way around. Everybody's brought everything to California. Now there's so much cannabis that people are moving it into Mexico. They're moving it throughout the United States from here, which is completely illegal, by the way. It's federally illegal anytime you cross any borders, right? So it's very important that somebody knows when you... Did you say it's legal or it's illegal? Illegal. illegal. That's what I thought. I, yeah. I thought I heard legal. It's, no, it's completely. <laughs> I just want to make sure the audience hears it right. No, and, and, and so I'll even tell you as far as I've had conversations with you know you know people from different countries and say, hey, listen, you know we can work with the embassy. We have the ability to move cannabis from here to the embassy, from the embassy into our country. And it's like, okay, cool. How do you want to do that? Well, why don't you just fly it into Mexico? Then we'll get it from Mexico where they'll greet you with the embassy and then they'll take you from there. And it's like, no, dude, those guys are all getting popped. You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, this isn't a free ride into Mexico. You can't just move cannabis in there. But why is can- why is Mexico focusing on getting the cannabis here is because the quality different, right? So they were their infrastructure is an outdoor infrastructure. So come October, there was masses of pounds of, of cannabis being produced at two Two hundred and fifty dollars a pound. Croptober, baby. Croptober, dude. You're talking two hundred fifty. The best they were at for four hundred twenty-five dollars a pound, but it went down to two fifty. Then it got down to one hundred twenty-five dollars a pound for Shut cannabis, up. dude. One hundred percent, man. And so you get, you That's know, stupid. What would you flip that at? What do you mean, L.A.? And then would you sell for a thousand? Well, it comes into L.A. right, and then you know this guy takes ten, this guy takes fifty, this guy takes a thousand, this guy takes fifty, and then it's moved into Ohio, and then it's moved into you know uh, you know Florida, it's moved into all these other states. Florida didn't have you know they had a good activity, but you know a lot of these other states, Texas, all that stuff, they were smoking. So it all Mexico, Sesame, right? The OG, you know. And so so that cannabis right there, in my opinion, is the real beginning of of history where this starts because you again and 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 mexico and colombia and the bricks and, the bricks and, and of the, the weed those were it that's where it started bit, and, there so and it was good more. weed it tasted like so you're like oh and then yeah. people were called that bammer weed in the bay area you go, it was don't bammer. give me that bammer weed the bay area wasn't capable of of producing and and to push and, out to and, the world and, like that and neither was cal anywhere in california we weren't able to you could push out a lot from those triangles but mexico you could bring it in California, move it throughout the United States. Let me ask you something that you brought up that I'm curious because you elaborated on this and I feel like I'm interviewing you, but I want to pick your brain more because this was so intriguing and you said allegedly. So allegedly, when you said the money would come into California, into Canada, and then to Mexico, allegedly, how would that work? Would they carry it in bags? Would they buy things? Like, what, so, what does your history so, know? So on the ends of, um, in Canada, right, there's, there's these massive trails, okay? And so so just like in, you know, you hear about people trying to get across the border in Mexico and they die in the, in the right, desert right, right. out there. Well, so in, in Canada, they have, they have these parts of where there's water, you know, and it comes down 
down to water and then you just it, there's a little quick hop skip and a jump and you're in the you're, you're in the United States or you're in Canada. I mean, it, it's that close. I mean, I right, right. I, I you're borderline skip, in Oregon right there, Washington. Yeah, dude, yeah. you could almost skip a rock, yeah. right? So there's there's also it. a lot of ravines and and, and little back trails that, that take you into that space. So just like you know, um, a coyote would try and get a, a um, an immigrant. <laughs> Sorry, I just heard coyote. Yeah, that's the it. wolf pack, bro. But yeah. yeah, let's rock. <laughs> I'm still in Halloween mode. You Coyotes can't do that. Are... You can't do that. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but so the the uh, uh, the California, you know, similar to someone trying to get across the border into Mexico, right? Which it's a lot more. So you would popular. have to go across the border from California to Canada and sneak the money in. Correct. Yeah, and so they would use ATVs and they use you know just big hockey bags full of cash. Uh, yeah, and then and, and well, they, how would they go from that same way from there to Mexico? In, and same way into Mexico. Canada to but Mexico. But it's easier like to go. It, it's easier for someone to leave Canada and get into Mexico. It's easier for you to leave California and get into the Mexico border than it is for you to cross. So I can cross right now into you know mexico, mexico tj real quick but if you're trying to get from mexico to here you can't so i could just drive it across i could drive cash. that's what i'm saying why would they go from california to canada to mexico why because not from california can, straight to mexico well, because when you're crossing into california from canada there's a whole different ball game you're trying to come into california baby. Oh, so now you're leaving mexico back into california so, and so it's easier if you're going into canada right if you're coming if you're in canada and you're trying to go into mexico it's easy you just drive up and go there's a stop sign. If you happen to get stopped, you don't. There's no. But it's kind of the same but, thing from California into Mexico too, though. No, no, no. California when you're, when to you're Mexico. Going into it's Mexico, easier to get in. No, no. But hold on. Again, you're missing the point, right? Because you're, you're 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 not seeing the circle, right? If you're in, if from you trying to come into Canada right now, it ain't no walk in the park. Canadians can't just walk in here, bro. So that's why I'm even more confused so, on why the money trail would go so, that way. So hold on a second. Where's all the weed coming from? Mexico or Canada. So the Mexico weed comes in. The, all the weed comes in from Mexico, right? So they need their money back. Period. Cartel Period. sitting there. Get, Someone get needs money. their yeah. money back, right? So that money would go into California, right? Then they would move it into into call. I mean, into uh, Canada. Canada, and then from Canada, walk right into Mexico. Oh, again. because there's no reason to go back. But now, if you're California. in Canada and you want to walk into to Mexico, it's no problem. But if you're in Canada and you want to walk into California, you got a problem. You're, Isn't that funny? Canadians, they couldn't even come to uh, no, all these events. No. I'm having Canadians have a hard time you getting to G4 Live, which, by the way, yeah. is in and May. In, in Mexico, if you want to walk into California, you can't either. But if we want to walk into Mexico, it's no problem. Isn't that we weird? Can, we could turn around and walk right. Well, it, it Canadians is. can't get in. And not only that, Canadians and, working and, in the and, cannabis and game, either. they can't and, even come out here for certain so, things. They've got to so, have fake businesses. So, again, it was easier to get into Canada, right? And, again, and these are the stories, the legends of being told, you know, the things that I've heard about. You know, this is nothing that I've been doing myself at any means. You didn't have to tell you. No, no one's listening. Did you ever do that? <laughs> you know, no, look at me. Look no, at me. No, no one's listening. I, I know about it enough to be dangerous. You know, I, I've, I've been around this industry my entire life. And, again, you know, when, when we talk about why this story has been erased, you know, it, it, it goes back into indigenous people. It goes back into minorities. It goes back into, you know, uh, the government was involved, you know, in, in my opinions, you know, the, do, do I think that, you know, the uh, the government had their hands in the they CIA had their hands and in the, fucking everything. the military? I mean, you, you, you have to think. When they that, start the war on drugs, they make money for this. They make money for that. They can't really stop but, it because then if they stop it, they lose the money for all the stuff that they're funding to stop it. And well, then if they stop that, they're moving, losing all the money for the rehab centers that they created, the Betty Ford centers, the this and that. Yeah. So you're right. They, it's, yeah. it their hands are in it in different ways. It's yeah, like the mob I mean, in Vegas. They created wrong. the concrete 
company, well, and the, you know they he, were doing get, the trash. Yeah, don't get me wrong; they're not the guy with the backpack running oh, across no. the fucking border. But there's funding behind they're capitalizing it. Capitalizing on people, it all. There's people that know that are involved. And, and here's the perfect example. Ready? Is that the military? There was a point where the military was getting, uh, you know, taking dead bodies, and they were they were transporting. This is documented facts. They were transporting, you know, uh, drugs inside their the the their their, their soldiers, you know. Uh, Backpacks or no, in the, gear, no, uh, tanks, tomb, tombstones. Oh shut up! So when they would die, they had oh I seen that in like um, Vietnam or some shit like that too. I remember seeing that right. story. So, so like they're that. moving drugs in that stuff, right? They're moving money in those things. So you know, it's it's a very Bringing unfortunate heroin. Tell, but, but here's the here's the reality. Even as a good person, right? You know, you get put up against opportunity. And you might start taking risk. I mean, we all have that. Uh, that we all have, you know, that click. And there's very few people, not very few. There's a lot of people that won't. That you know, that are great people out there that are just like, no, I'm not gonna do anything illegal to jeopardize anything or in gray areas or anything like that. But there's a lot of people that see this opportunity and go, gosh, man, I could really use this to help myself get out of the position I'm in. And many have. And take care of families and a lot of the cartels. They take care of the whole communities out well, there. Well, look at some it's of these funny guys. Funny and crazy like, to think know, these guys have built whole communities. Yeah, over it. it's the, just you know, trippy. The whole country's been so, built it's such over. a double-edged sword. Sometimes you think, oh, look at the cartel. They're killing. They're doing. Then they're also not doing saying good it's things. Good, it's not, not saying exactly. it's bad. Just I'm just giving facts. information. These are stories. Just giving information. And to wrap up Mike Tyson, you guys, he's ready to conquer the new chapter that he's starting with this new launch as this boxer's first company's Tyson Holistic was good. Well, now Tyson 2.0 will feature an expanded selection of products, including coastal-friendly, full-spectrum cannabis flower concentrates and consumables. So congratulations to Iron Mike. I'm Joe Grande. That's your Go Green moment. I want to tell you guys it's brought to you by Viscous Vape, the ultimate cannabis vape experience. Viscous is a premium vape brand born in Venice Beach, delivering the maximum potency that you can expect from the Viscous brand. Live the ride with the most pleasant tasting, ultra potent and super smooth cartridges on the market. Check out the website, viscous.life. We'll be right back with Blue and Making Waves. Yeah, We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Take a hit, get lit, sit back, and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101 right here with my man, Joe Grande. Hey, Blue, before we get going, I just want to thank once again the team. You guys have been doing such a great job as we've been so busy. Erica, Daniel, I don't know if you're dating, but I love you both. Uh, Cal, I don't know if you're dating Daniel or Erica, but I love you as well. Irtazar, Christian, Denny, Kevin, Andrew, Zach, Cash, Cam, Salar, Nadia, and Ali. You guys do a great job on Clubhouse and everything you do. My brother Pitt, I wish I could see you right now. And Chris Franchino, we love you. Jennifer, thank you for all your hard work. And, of course, Elvis, you're in the building, brother. Thank you guys very much. Elvis! And uh, why don't you tell everybody about what's going down in May if they don't grow? They don't grow. Oh, man. Check this out. G4 Live Butt Tenders Awards going down May 12th through the 14th at Resorts World, guys. And if you don't go, you don't grow. And let me tell you guys, G4 Live is something special. They're actually contributing these events towards the bud tenders and a lot of those uh, bud tenders don't really get the credit that they deserve because if you think about it they're the front line right so when you go into a store and you go purchase your cannabis and you're dealing with somebody you're actually dealing with the bud tender and the bud tender usually has to be the most educated person there and it's very important you know that the bud tenders get their kudos and their pats on the backs and that's why i love g4 live joe and not only that i love the fact that this expo is different than any other expo that i've been doing let me tell you a few reasons why folks if you're like going should i go to vegas for that one what's the difference between that and all first the of other all, it's at resorts world yeah first <laughs> off it's at resort world right so we'll be there and that's not a big conference spot like the big expos that we go to and don't get it twisted folks we go to a lot of different expos right all over the country and a lot of them are great but what i really like about this one is your ticket comes with food call me a foodie and a fatty <laughs> call me what you want you fat bastard joe but the food there was so bomb, and every time I had to find Pitt, I always go by the food and see him eating some food over there, and yeah, sure man. enough, I'd join him and be like, how long are we breaking before we go back to eat? So the food there was amazing. They had open bars, and not only that, this year, it's, it's out there, folks. Snoop Dogg and Travis Barker are going to be performing at G4 Live, the Bud Tender Awards. So it's official like a referee with a whistle. If you don't go, you don't grow. What's going on there and who's making waves? Well, if you're looking to find out who's making waves in the world of cannabis, Cannabis Talk 101 is the place to be. Now check this out, guys. Tomorrow is Veterans Day. Again, man, make sure you tell all the veterans that you see how much you love them and appreciate them for everything they've done. With that being said, we decided to get involved with Heroes for Harvest. And, you know, it, it's it's very interesting that that you know, Immersia, Blacklist, and so many other, you know, intelligent people have got behind this to shut down the city of Long Beach. I mean, we literally got main, uh, the one of the main streets in Long Beach, which is called Pine, completely shut down, guys. And it's going to be off the chain, guys. This is a street festival. And, you know, like on the main stage, you've got uh, House of Vibes, uh, All Star, uh, uh, you know, just just a bunch of common sense is performing. You've got different something I need to get. Uh, Boo Johnson's going to be there, which you know he's an amazing, amazing uh, you know skater, right? Oh, is that the skater dude? What's his name again? Boo Johnson. 
Uh, oh, and they have a dope skating thing there. It's just going to be a fun event for actually. It's actually the Boo Johnson and, Skate Park, but I mean, you know, so so. But going through that process, guys, I want to really hone in on something is that, you know, for the cannabis industry to be recognizing the 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 veterans, I think it's super important. You know, there, there's so many veterans that are that are that use cannabis as a as a medication, real true medicine, real medication. And I could sit with you and tell you so many stories of of just you know different people that we've dealt with throughout the years from the weed for warriors to the docs and the the friends that we've built in this i'm still industry. sad you missed that one interview with this guy we had to where chris and i earlier were talking about him and we literally go what's his name again oh yeah badass he was the baddest dude that we've ever met and even chris Frankino was like no seriously that guy was the truth and the real deal and so are so many other of you heroes out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> For real, I mean, man. I'm not just saying that. I just haven't heard your story or their story, whatever. My point is, you guys are the real heroes, and, and we truly don't just say this for to, to say this. As a matter of fact, you, you, I don't know if you notice this when you see me, but every time I see somebody in military gear, airport. Uh, grocery store I, think, even I always hey man officers, thank you for your service blah blah, blah. yeah officers, my kids yeah, see me yeah. and even with my kids i'd be praying with my kids and we pray for the soldiers police officers but i, I do i do all man. that stuff man i get praise you know it, it's it's important you do and i'll share you with you some of the 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 stories that i know it's like you know my mom you know she's always like well, you know uncle, my uncle joe he's a vietnam veteran and you know he you know, my mom's having this I have an com- Uncle Joe that's a vet, too. That's so weird, but sorry. <laughs> that's great to know. <laughs> and when you said that, I was like, how? Is he tall? <laughs> Is he dark and tall handsome? Tall and skinny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, so you know, my Uncle Joe, like, my mom my mom has, you know, was talking to me, and she's like, you know, he, he had moved with his wife out to Mexico to go retire, and then he realized it was it was very uncomfortable for him. But even at home, he's very, you know, locked the doors. Uh, the windows are nailed shut. And my mom's like, I don't know why he lives like that. And I'm like, Mom, he has PTSD. Exactly. And she's like, that's it after all those and, years and after it out. all these years my mom's like oh my god he's just a weirdo mijo what yeah, do you mean yeah, no yeah <laughs> well, it, it's, it's like she didn't realize a lot that, of fat cats would think uh, that though well, right before well, they realize the term ptsd well, well people don't realize i have i know i have ptsd right and and so you know i'm very much like that like I, I walk out of my vehicle every day and i'm like boom scan everything around me i walk in my vehicle scan everything around me i walk up the stairs i walk in my house i lock my door i'm very much like that and i didn't help uh you know diagnose myself until you know recently probably within the last you know i'd say seven or ten years when, when we start getting involved in cannabis industry hearing these veterans talk and i'm going jesus that sounds a lot like me like why am i you know why do i do that you know why am i always feeling like someone's gonna kill me someone's gonna take from me some i've, I've got this feeling right and the reason i get that from and i know where i get it from is i grew up in a very tough neighborhood i've had many of my friends murdered you know in 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 in, in uh real life you know this isn't a game like this is things that i've seen happen and not a lot of people have felt that or understood that like where your friend's next to you and boom he's gone and you're like holy shit you know and, and people are shooting at you and they're shooting at your home and and you're going through this life and then and then on top of that you know you're in the ca- cannabis industry and excuse me you're, you're moving you know you know weed or cannabis around and you have p- people maybe trying to steal from you or a breaking, lot of guns around you breaking your house Period. breaking your house when you're not home could affect steal you. you you know so so when when i'm now in my 40s i don't have any of that stuff going on but my mind still goes into that mode like you know okay you know i i have to always be careful and you know for me cannabis um isn't the 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 
doesn't work for you that it way. It doesn't work for me. That way. You know, but yeah. I've heard many, 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 many veterans and, and very good people that say, gosh, if I don't have it, I just freak out. For me, I freak out more, you know, when I'm on cannabis. It's, I'm like, it's funny, oh, dude, God. because oh, God. I, I too uh, have yeah, I signs of it as well, right? Meaning... Uh, early on, I figured out, don't come up and scare me because you come up behind me. <laughs> hey, boom. Like I almost punched my wife once. Yeah. I literally oh, yeah. had to tell her, babe, don't. I'm serious. You, yeah. could, you better announce yourself before you think it's funny to come up behind me because my reaction is a punch. Yeah. I throw the And I go, so it's, I go, and it's, why are you like that? I go, because I don't like getting fucked. Uh, I grew up in an I'm area scared. too the same way. You <laughs> fucking come up behind me, me. You're going to get me. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> don't be fucking getting here. me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I grew up similar stuff too. And, yeah. and I look at that and I go, PTSD status. Dude, just last night, you ready for this? And and my wife keeps pointing this out to me more and more. Where tonight or today we had a conversation. She actually said to me today, "You might have to go sleep in the other room, because in my dreams and at night I'm beating people up. Last night I was trying to fucking push this guy's face down in the ground, and I'm laying there. And mind you, this is the worst part. My daughter came in the room. I didn't push my daughter. Let me just cancel that. Yeah, don't, yeah, please, don't go don't there. Don't start yeah. going in your head, but so, people. <laughs> uh, my daughter comes in our room. She had a nightmare, so she's laying in our bed with us." She, thank God, left our room because she goes, it's too hot in here between, between you guys. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. she gets out. But when she got out, I went back to sleep between four and six. And I remember the dream that I was pushing somebody's head down into the ground, right? So I'm like, what? And mind you, I fought a lot as a kid. I was a bouncer as a kid. I did a lot of things. When you said ring. shooting, father, and and I had an apartment downtown San Jose where they're shooting at the apartment at these essays. It just go a bunch of shit triggers me as well. Yeah, different so, day and, and different the, time, you know, right? Yeah. Different, no gang banging, just vibing, but a lot of crazy shit. But it was around. It was always around me too. And then the lifestyle I had was crazy. So therefore. When I think of me fighting sometimes and even being a bouncer, I'm doing something to somebody, right? And more times than not as of recently to, like I said, it's so ironic you say this. I was just sitting there listening to you. My wife said, I think you might have to go sleep in the other room yeah. soon if you keep acting like this at in night. In the night, yeah. And I'm like, last night I was fucking, so, and I'm on the bed, dog, pushing the bed down. So up until two years ago, three years ago, if you would walk in a room and wake me up, like wake me up and be like, hey, Blue or Chris, I would jump up going, what, what, what's going on? Are you serious? Up until like three years ago. Would you shit yourself? No, but I would definitely jump up and think there was a, some kind of emergency every time someone woke me up. Anybody, anybody woke me up, dude. I, I mean, Chris Frankino probably knows about it, but I mean. He's you, in there chuckling like I remember yeah, yeah. a story, like I'm you, sure. If you wake me up, dude, you know, or it's water, water. <laughs> no, but if you wake me up. And, and, and it, you know, up until three years ago, I would literally jump out of bed and, and just go, what's going on? What's wrong? What's wrong? You know, and, and, I, and I, I take that because, you know, you know, I've been through some, some you know, different things that, that a lot of people haven't done. And so what I've learned to understand that I have PTSD. Not that I could, uh, you know, ever understand what, uh, uh, you know, a Vietnam veteran or a Desert Storm. Oh, no, I hear what or, they're and, going. And I just relate a little bit. Oh, like, but I, I, we but still I give it to I could relate. Yeah. Like, and I can only imagine what we go through and what you guys go through, which is even crazier. So the Veterans Day, it's tomorrow. You guys are our heroes. Well, and not only that, guys, the street festival is going down, guys. And please, if you can, if you're in the Long Beach area, come out and join us. And it's going to be at uh, 11 13 2021 from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Long Beach and Pine Street. 
guys uh, between 4th and 6th. The whole downtown area is going to be set up there for you guys. And there's going to be a lot of veterans speaking, uh, discussing, you know, how to help other veterans. And there's a bunch of different uh, groups. Tons of food, tons of great Shout things. out to Catalyst. I mean, um, you know, they're going to be, they're helping. Immersia. Immersia and, and Blacklist. Blacklist. Yeah. All these guys putting this thing together, man. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And remember this. If no one else loves you, we, we do. Get off me. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.